Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the Gospel of John. We're in chapter 15. It begins with a section entitled, The Vine and the Branches. It is Jesus speaking. It is almost entirely written in red. It says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands, and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. Now, Jesus is obviously not just saying this at face value, because this is exactly what he intends to do. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends. If you do what I command, I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command. Love each other. Then the next section is entitled, The World Hates the Disciples. Again, it is Jesus speaking. The words are entirely his and written in red. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belonged to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Remember the words I spoke to you. No servant is greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. Now, however, they have no excuse for their sin. 
He who hates me hates my father as well. If I had not done among them what no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen these miracles, and yet they have hated both me and my father. But this is to fulfill what is written in their law. They hated me without reason. When the counselor comes, whom I will send to you from the father, the spirit of truth, who goes out from the father, he will testify about me. And you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. Then it moves right on to chapter 16. All this I have told you so that you will not go astray. They will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, a time is coming when anyone who kills you will think he is offering a service to God. They will do such things because they have not known the Father or me. I have told you this so that when the time comes, you will remember that I warned you. I did not tell you this at first because I was with you. Then it moves on to the work of the Holy Spirit and again entirely the words of Jesus written in red. Now I am going to him who sent me, yet none of you asks me where are you going, because I have said these things you are filled with grief, but I tell you the truth, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Here Jesus is talking about the coming of the Holy Spirit. And let's just reread that and realize what Jesus said, that it is good for him to go so that the Holy Spirit can come. He says, it is good for you that I am going away. Unless I go away, the counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. In regard to sin, because men do not believe in me. In regard to righteousness, because I am going to the Father, where you can see me no longer. And in regard to judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will take from what is mine and make it known to you. In a little while, you will see me no more. And then after a little while, you will see me. Then the next section is entitled, The Disciples' Grief Will Turn to Joy. Some of his disciples said to one another, What does he mean by saying, In a little while you will see me no more, and then after a little while you will see me? And, because I am going to the Father. They kept asking, What does he mean by a little while? We don't understand what he is saying. Jesus saw that they wanted to ask him about this. So he said this to them. Are you asking one another what I meant when I said, In a little while you will see me no more, and then after a little while you will see me? I tell you the truth. 
You will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. So with you, now is your time of grief, but I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take away your joy. And that day, you will no longer ask me anything. I tell you the truth, my father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask, and you will receive, and your joy will be complete. Though I have been speaking figuratively, a time is coming when I will no longer use this kind of language, but will tell you plainly about my father. And that day you will ask in my name, I am not saying that I will ask the Father on your behalf. No, the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and entered the world. Now I am leaving the world and going back to my Father. Then Jesus' disciples said, Now you are speaking clearly and without figures of speech. Now we can see that you know all things and that you do not even need to have anyone ask you questions. This makes us believe that you came from God. You believe at last, Jesus answered, but a time is coming and has come when you will be scattered, each to his own home. You will leave me all alone, yet I am not all alone, for my Father is with me. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So much is going on in these two chapters. And like I have said numerous times, there's nothing that I could possibly add or clarify or explain in regard to the words of Jesus. But what I do know is the peace that these words give me, that he shared with his disciples what would be coming, that he told them the truth and they understood him, that they knew it would be his time and that then he would overcome the world and that would bring them peace beyond understanding and that the Holy Spirit would come and explain all things like it does now for us. And the end of this chapter is the level of peace that we need in our daily lives to understand the troubles that we have in this world don't go away just because we know what is true. But we know that Jesus himself overcame the world and that he is with us, which is why he says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. That ends chapter 16. We will pick up next time in chapter 17.